again, and welcome back to the Auto Remarketing Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Zulovich, part of the team at Cherokee Media Group, and this is a special sponsored episode of the podcast where we're welcoming two of the leading executives from Lotlinks, Bill Reedy, who is the Chief Revenue Officer, and Lance Schaefer, who is the General Manager of Product and Technology. Bill, Lance, thank you so much for being a part of this special sponsored podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Well, we're we're sharing our conversation here. It's it's the early part of March, and certainly a, a lot of positive developments uh, are are happening in our world in a, in a good way. Uh, Lance, let's let's begin with you, and, and Bill, want your uh, thoughts as well. Just your your overall assessment of the of the automotive industry, kind of the, the lay of the land, the resiliency that the the industry and, and dealerships in, in particular have have shown uh, through this uh, year plus that we've all been impacted by by the pandemic. Uh, Lance, get us started, and and Bill uh, chime in as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really been. I mean, I'm sure you know it's almost cliche now, but a crazy year and and um, just unimaginable challenges over the last, you know, 15 or 16 months here that no one could have ever anticipated. Um, you know, specifically, you know, uh, you know, what, what, you know, we've been impressed with is really the resilience of the dealer in handling all of these, everything from not, you know, not even being able to open at first to, uh, you know, to having to deal with, uh, you know, uh, everything from sanitizing the dealership and trying to actually operate dealerships, you know, extending themselves more online so that they can handle customers that way. And of course, now, especially uh, some of the inventory challenges and, and, the, and the, you know, kind of other effects uh, that that have, you know, you know, the great thing is dealers have been able to even, you know, kind of overcome and, and get through those challenges as well, you know, by, you know, being highly focused on, on each deal and making sure that, you know, margins stay solid and doing everything they can to get, you know, to be super creative on getting inventory, you know, we've seen uh, dealers do that. I mean, it's obvious that that inventory is low in our, we do a, a, a crawl every day of 19,000 dealer sites and we can see that there's, you know, there's not nearly as much inventory as there was a few months ago, uh, yet we see dealers still doing great and doing as good as they can in these times. So I don't know, Bill, if you have other thoughts there, but I've, it's been pretty amazing to watch dealers handle this. Oh, I think it's, you know, we, we use the word renaissance all the time and you know and you've seen them you know come through the industry over the last 25 years uh, and the renaissances are typically you know they come from some challenge right we had 2008 and there was a, a, a renaissance in the business and i think you're seeing the same thing and i think the adaption that i've seen is you know a you know dealers are they're really the, the the purest entrepreneurs on the planet earth i mean they they will they will adapt and figure out how to to muddle through to not only you know make it but be successful uh, but the, you know, the, the, the maturation point that I've seen with regards to how you efficiently sell cars and, and, and service cars, even in a more digital environment has been incredible. And, you know, we've had the, the gift of supply and demand, right, which, you know, right now is, is probably less of a gift than it was uh, this time last year. Um, but as inventories change, I think that, that all those efficiencies that dealers have developed and capitalized on. Uh, from the standpoint of staffing and, you know, and, and spend with regards to, you know, driving more interest in their dealership, I think that they're going to figure out ways to maintain that efficiency. Um, and, you know, it's very interesting. We, uh, Lance and I talk about it all the time. You know, we always talk about digital retailing and I, I never have seen it that way. 
I see it as retailing. I see it, the, you know, that that's the way that consumers want to execute a purchase. And I think the adaption from digital retailing to retailing has accelerated over the last year faster than it has over the last 10, personally. Indeed. Again, our, our special guest here on this uh, special sponsored episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast presented by LotLinks are two of their leading executives, Chief Revenue Officer Bill Reedy and the General Manager of Product and Technology, Lance Schaefer. And Bill, let, let, let's continue with you. You use the, the term renaissance and another term that's, that's been heard out in the market nowadays is VIN aware. Well, what does it mean for dealers to be, to be VIN aware? Well, I think dealers have always been VIN aware. Um, you know, if, if you really think about, you know, all the way back to the days of the newspaper, um, it was always about selling a vehicle. Right. If I talk to a dealer, they know they know as much about that, you know, 2019, you know, um, Jeep Grand Cherokee that's sitting on their lot as they do about their financial statements. So I think they've always been been aware. I think the difference is, is that, you know, our approach to marketing and our and advertising our vehicles has not. I think that over the years that's waned, that it really is more about, you know, getting the, our inventory out in mass and it's not as much about the car. And I think that the consumers are still been aware. Um, and, you know, we see it in, in the data. Uh, and so the idea of being been aware from our perspective is that every vehicle, and I mean every vehicle on your lot, it stands on its own from the, you know, we certainly do that on the purchase side or how we execute it. But from a marketing standpoint, it is all about the car. And, uh, and, and our approach is really to focus in to, you know, to create that VIN attracting buyers um, as opposed to, you know, buyers out there just looking for VINs in mass, right? I think Lance can probably give a little bit better detail on the technology than me. Since that's a Absolutely, year. Lance, as, as Bill just referenced, how does being VIN aware uh, improve uh, profit margins as certainly one of the, the most important elements at a dealership on, on both new and used vehicles? Yeah, like so, you know, and like Bill said, VIN aware is something that the dealers are. They're very aware of, you know, if they take in a trade, they're very VIN aware on how much reconditioning that vehicle will need versus another one. They don't assign a blanket cost to every single VIN or, of course, every VIN is priced differently. But when it comes to marketing, um, you know, our approach technically has been to say every single VIN really needs its almost its own nerve center that understands the market and understands uh, what's on the dealer's lot and is very aware of that VIN and the program it's about to do. I mean, there's like, it's amazing. Um, you know, we kind of went from this VIN specific concept where we're landing, uh, you know, uh, traffic, you know, deep and funnel traffic to a, to a VDP page to, uh, to this VINAware concept. And like, here's, and there's some really simple examples of efficiency. I mean, the most, the one that, that we've been taught by dealers this year is, do I really, uh, these are pre-sold cars. Why are we marketing them? And so, you know, what we, you know, we do when we're VIN aware is we say, are you sure you want to market this vehicle? Because if it's pre-sold, why not reallocate that marketing either to another vehicle or just simply just add it to the bottom line? I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, and so, um, you know, if 20 or 30% of marketing spend is going towards sold vehicles right now, if you're not VIN aware. So, you know, ultimately, you know, how inefficient is that literally marketing cars that are sold? 
um, you know, we're putting in a feature that that pulls, um, you know, VinAware, you know, the campaign away from cars that are uh, having a test drive right now or have a deposit them. Why keep marketing that car? It's 95% going to go, um, you know, especially if there's already some organic marketing happening those vehicles. Um, you know, obvious, there's some really obvious ones is why are, why are, you know, the ones that we've discovered years ago, why are 20% of the vehicles getting 80% of the budget? And if being VIN aware means knowing exactly which vehicles should get how much budget and then having a channel competition uh, for those. So there's all types of ways dealers are getting efficiency through VIN aware. Those are just a few examples. Um, and when you start to watch it like a hawk, it's amazing the efficiencies you can get and the better results you can get. I'll give you an analogy. So I, I finally had the opportunity to get out on the road and, and speak with some dealers over the last month. The world's opened up about more. And I was up in New York talking to a handful of dealers, incredibly smart on the used car side, really, really understand their business. And if you think about it, when they're going to take a car to auction, they don't, they don't take it just to any auction. They take that car and they place that car in the, at the best auction that has buyers for that particular car, right? So it's a, if it's an $8,000 car, it's going to go to different than an auction where there's a $50,000 car. Well, if you think about it, your marketing really does work the same way, right? Right now, we take all of our marketing dollars and we send it to the same auction. And there isn't necessarily great low-end funnel buyers at that particular site. So if you look across the, you know, the, the hundreds of different places that a dealer could potentially find a buyer for their car, that same approach needs to be taken from, from the marketing standpoint. You need to have the ability to let that car find the right buyer on the right site on a consistent basis, just like you let you take your cars to auction to get the most dollars in the lane. And so, you know, we're very VIN aware from the perspective of wholesaling a car, right? We can be VIN aware from the perspective of retailing a car if you allow technology and you, you allow the sites to compete against each other for that business. Again, you're listening to a special sponsored episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast presented by LotLinks as we're joined by two of their leading executives, Bill Reedy, who is the company's chief revenue officer, and Lance Schaefer, the general manager of product and technology. And Lance, let, let, let's turn back to you as you referenced uh, earlier in our conversation that how LotLinks is, is scanning uh, dealership inventory and it's, it's a, a little light nowadays because of a, a myriad of circumstances. And Still, nonetheless, why is it important to, to continue to advertise even though the, the inventory might be limited? How does being VIN aware, a, a major term in our conversation here, help dealers stay competitive even in these unprecedented circumstances? Absolutely. That's a great question. And, you know, we get asked that all the time. Um, and, and the general answer is, is to really understand the purpose of advertising a vehicle. And so, you know, ultimately in times of shortages, why would you advertise a vehicle, you know, versus regular times? So, you know, what we're looking for uh, in advertising, you know, especially at the VIN levels, you're looking to find a pool of potential buyers for that VIN. And what we do know is even in tight times, the more uh, competition or the more buyers you can bring to one VIN, even though, yeah, for sure that car is going to sell anyways, because it's got a, it's a hot market. The more that the more competition for that VIN or the more buying pool on that pin VIN, the better the margins. 
And so ultimately, most of the advertising efforts that we're seeing right now are going toward efforts to increase margins in the it, because inventory is so tight. So, uh, you know, on a, on a well-marketed VIN that you say you spend $75 or $100 marketing, um, you might see an extra seven or $800 a more margin, even even in this high margin environment, even more than that. So there is a there is a reason to still advertise VINs, and it's really just it's on the it's on the transaction and competition for that VIN at the transactional level by making sure that the highest available in market pool is there for each VIN. And, and, go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, and I know that inventories are relatively low in certain makes and models right now, and the, the ability to replace those makes and models are probably limited, right? But in, in, in our industry, time always kills profitability. Um, and what's interesting to me is, is that when we think about margin, margin is typically more depressed because of discount, right? That the, the lever of discount you know, and you can use used cars as an example, right? We discount used cars in a time increment because of the model. Uh, when in oftentimes we would never have to do that if we could attract, you know, more, more focus and more buyers on that car early on the model and get more than our fair share of the market. So being even aware never changes. If I have a lot of inventory, I want to get more than my fair share and accelerate my turn and reduce my dependency on discounting, right? If I have low inventory, even better. I, again, I was up in New York talking to dealers and, you know, the perfect scenario for them is they have five or six people interested in the car because then they can choose which one is the best client for them. Who has the retail trade, right? Who is going to finance that car where they can make some back-end money? It's no different than selling a house today, right? It's a, it's a luxury today to be able to sell your home because you can list it and then you can allow buyers to compete against that listing price. And you're seeing, you know, you're seeing dramatic in increases in the overall value and profitability of your home if you were to put it in the market. Cars are no different, right? So having more interest and more folks there raising their hand and doing it in the early stage of life of that vehicle ownership reduces your dependency on discounting and allows you to leverage the market to find your best deal and most profitable deal. That's Bill Reedy, the Chief Revenue Officer at Lot Links, along with Lance Schaefer, who is the General Manager of Product and Technology here on this special sponsored episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast presented by Lot Links. And, and Bill, uh, let's continue with you. Uh, uh, the, the Brain Trust at, at Lot Links has, has introduced the the idea of, of, quote, marketing cost per VIN, unquote, uh, it's continuing to, to drill down into that, that specificity. Uh, what, what does it mean for dealers to, to understand their, their spending at the VIN level? Well, I, I think that the, the thing that's ironic to me about it is, is that they understand allocating cost at the VIN level across their entire organization, right? I mean, if, if, you, if you detail a car, newer used, the cost of that car is, you know, the cost of that detail is going to the vehicle, right? You put new tires on a, on a vehicle, right? You, you put gas in a vehicle on a new car purchase. You take some of that money that the OAM might give you and you allocate it to the car. So financial accounting has always been done at the VIN level. But if you take a step back, marketing never has. Marketing is my spend divided out by the, either the number of vehicles that I sold or the number of vehicles that I have in inventory. And the data speaks differently. I mean, our data shows that invariably you're spending an inordinate amount on the vehicles, 20 to 25% of the vehicles, 
in order to have your marketing budget, some cases, thousands of dollars to market a particular vehicle, and you're spending nothing on another. And if you go back to that VIN aware strategy that, that Lance referenced in the beginning, really marketing should be looked at at, at you know, at the VIN level to execute for success, right, on turn and profitability. But it also should be managed from a financial perspective. And that does a couple things for you. A, it, it, it creates real efficiency to make sure that you don't overspend or underspend on inventory, right? But it also creates efficiency in your overall profitability to understand profitability at the, at the VIN level. I can tell you there's dealers out there right now and they may not even know it. They think they have a six or $7,000 front end and back end gross. And if they pulled the layers back and, and our data can see it, they probably spent two or $3,000 marketing that car. And if they knew that, and if they could measure it, they, they wouldn't do it. So, you know, understanding your marketing cost at the VIN level has, it's, it has far reaching implications across your organization. Closing moments here on this special sponsored episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast presented by LotLinks, featuring two of their leading executives, Bill Reedy, who is the Chief Revenue Officer, and Lance Schaefer, the General Manager of Product and Technology. And Lance, we'll, we'll, we'll turn back to you and, and Bill, we'll, we'll have you with the, the final word of our sponsored episode. Uh, Anything else like to add about uh, being VIN aware, uh, the, the current landscape and, and how this resilient industry might, might continue to, to persevere uh, for the remainder of 2021 and, and beyond? Uh, Lance, your, your closing thoughts and, and then Bill from you as well. Yeah, absolutely. So the, you know, a lot of times like, why, why now? Like why this VinAware concept? Why are why hasn't this existed already? And 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 I think you know just I'll kind of close with more of a technical thing is it really is the convergence of a bunch of technologies that did not exist before. And if they did, it was incredibly expensive to do. So it's, it's an exciting time for dealers because this new technology is going to give them a new capability, a new financial capability to be more efficient. Uh, for, you know, some examples that Bill and I mentioned today, a new control capability of, of actually being able to uh, operationalize marketing at the VIN level and instill it in the, at the dealership level with the folks who are actually interacting with the inventory versus, you know, marketing folks who aren't as uh, uh, active who can now become part of the team actually moving vehicles. So I think, uh, you know, and then all that pressure that, that you know, the, the pandemic has put on efficiency all those environmental and technological things now coming together to really make something that'd be very, very bright for dealers on a technical level, a very exciting uh, moment. I mean, I couldn't be more excited. I've never seen anything like this before. I've been in Ottawa for 16 years now, I think um, someone reminded me. Uh, and it really is a very, very, very exciting time. So I think these technologies and the environment is gonna create a real silver lining to all this whole, this whole period going forward. I agree with that premise as well. You know, I, I, I don't want to be a doomsdayer, um, you know, with, with looking out, you know, five, six, eight months ahead. Right now, inventory sizes are low and, and, and it's, it's become a little bit more of a problem. But there's still a benefit to it, right? When, there, when it is a, uh, you know, essentially a, a seller's market, it's, it, creating efficiencies is relatively easy. But as inventory start to grow, as, as you start to have difficulties in the purchasing side on used cars, right? you're paying up for them now. And if you're stuck with inventory and prices drop, you're going to be in a different place. I think dealers are going to be standing kind of at the edge of a cliff looking down saying, okay, 
Do I have to go back to the old way of doing it? Do I have to go back and you know, spend a lot of money in marketing that's incredibly inefficient and oftentimes doesn't really turn my vehicles efficiently or you know, spend accurately against each one? Or do I allow technology today to, to, to maintain and shift that game for me? And so it's there. You know, I would say to any dealer, the place to start is to look at your advertising at, you know, at a channel level and see where the, the money is actually performing, right? And the data can show that. And then from that, you know, come up with a, a, a process and, and, you know, and a, uh, a methodology that LotLinks has that allows you to create efficiencies on an ongoing basis, independent of the size of your inventory, because those efficiencies are always there. So um, it's, a, it's a time of change for a dealer, which is exciting. It's a time of change for our marketplace, which is exciting. But I think it's also, you know, a time to look into the mirror and say, okay, am I willing to adapt to this change or do I want to go back to the way that I used to do it? That's Bill Reedy, Chief Revenue Officer, and Lance Schaefer, General Manager of Product and Technology, both executives from LotLinks here on this special sponsored episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast presented by LotLinks. Bill, Lance, thank you so much for, for sharing your perspectives and, and all the best for continued success. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it. And if you've missed any of our past episodes of the podcast, simply just go to our website at autoremarketing.com and click on the podcast box to find our library of past episodes. For our fellow hosts, Bill Zedites and Joe Overby, as well as our executive producer, Matt Rice, I'm Nick Zulovich. We thank you for joining us for this special sponsored episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast presented by LotLinks. Thank you again for joining us, and we look forward to having you again next time.